Damn, we got a lot of NFL to get into, and let's start with the Vikings and the Packers. Monster game, especially for Green Bay. They need to win out, and they need one loss from the Commanders to make the postseason. Do you think they can take care of business against the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday? They are currently three-point favorites. The total is 47-and-a-half. I think it's important to note this game is being played at 425 because yes, we have seen this season Kirk Cousins at 1 p.m., he might as well be Joe Montana, right? Right. I mean, he's earned himself a new nickname, which, you know what? I think that might be an important question to ask. What is the appropriate nickname for Kirk Cousins? What we call him up in uh, upstairs is Captain Clutch. Yes. But I came across a graphic from PFF that calls him Cardiac Kirk for his clutch performance in the fourth quarter. I've do you both. have a uh, Do you have a preference on what we should call him? I just need to know what I should call him the remainder of the segment. <sighs> I like cardiac. You Kirk, like cardiac. Yeah, because I don't think of him as clutch. So, so I would go. I would <laughs> go just, cardiac. You can't get over no, that. Can't hill get yet. over that. No. So let's go cardiac. Well, I'm hoping cardiac Kirk puts the the Packers fans in a cardiac state. I hope they recover from the cardiac state. But I would like to see the Packers miss the postseason. I, I'm kind of done with the Aaron Rodgers thing. I want a little bit of new blood in the postseason. You know, it's similar to how a lot of people talk about college football. And right. I think while a lot of people are so excited that TCU is in that playoff. It's new blood. I mean, how many years have we seen Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay in the postseason? Now, I get, like, it's a testament to his greatness. I understand all of these things. But, like, I'm kind of done with it. And I love the way that the Vikings have been playing. And mm-hmm. I want Justin Jefferson to go over 2,000 yards. So, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. I got to tell you, I'm playing the Vikings plus three here. So, it sounds like the Vikings are the play with your heart. And they're also play with your head a little they bit, are, too. They are the play with my head a little bit. You I know- didn't take them on the money line, but I'm taking them plus three. I got this at three and a half earlier in the week. When I got the hook, I like the Vikings. I like the Packers on the money line, though. Listen to these stats that Rodgers has and the Packers have. Packers have won 14 straight December games. That's tied for the second longest streak in NFL history. That is a ridiculous number. Rodgers is 27 and four straight up and 21 and 10 against the spread in December. They, they just don't lose at Lambeau in December. He's so good. In this month, in the regular season, uh, and, and the Vikings, as we know, they play everybody close. They're 11-0 straight up in one-score games, which is just impossible to do that. But I, I do like the way Green Bay's playing. Minnesota beat them earlier in the year. It's tough to beat a team two times. I think the Packers get their revenge. It feels like a three-point game, so I just want to take the Packers on the money line. I do not want to lay that three. But I'm with you. Anything three or above, I would take the Vikings. If it gets to two and a half, probably lean Green Bay. But I think with three, I think you're on the right side with Minnesota. And I'm definitely with you in terms of this being a close game. I can't fathom that either one blows the other out at this stage. Now, I know Minnesota's defense is abysmal. I mean, abysmal might even be optimistic uh, to describe what they've been defensively. They're, they're, they're so bad. Yeah. But that offense is so good. And I just don't know who on Green Bay can stop Justin Jefferson. And I think that's what it's going to come down to because Kirk has a a way of finding Justin Jefferson. I mean, in the fourth quarter in OT, by the way, this was the stat. Kirk has thrown for 1,400 yards and 12 touchdowns just in the fourth quarter in overtime this season. Wow. I mean, he really is a fourth-quarter guy. And I know it's tough to get over kind of the mountain that's been built that this guy isn't clutch, but he's the way that he's played in the fourth quarter this season is like night and day from what we typically think of when you think of Kirk Cousins, because everything that you think of 
in terms of him throwing games away, has been accurate to this point. Right. Like, like it's not a lie that we're just cultivating and pulling out of thin air, but the way that he's playing this season, I legit think Justin Jefferson, if he's over 2,000 yards, should get serious conversation and serious votes for the MVP. No question. I mean, where would they be without that guy? They'd be at the middle of the pack, and Detroit would be looking real good right now. Justin Jefferson single-handedly won them that Buffalo Bills right. game with that one-handed catch. That's not the only time he's made big plays, too, in the fourth quarter. I agree with you. He eclipses that 2,000-yard mark. Denton should absolutely be in the conversation. By the way, Wyoming touchdown. That's why I was celebrating. <laughs> Two minutes left. They take the lead. Denton, we need another come-from-behind cover we need, here. We need another Bell. We need, we need another, another Bell. need another Josh Bell here trying to ring some tickets. <laughs> Uh, we got the Dolphins and the Patriots. Tua, has he officially been ruled out? He's yeah. out. He, he, is, out. he has been officially ruled out. out. Okay. So Teddy Bridgewater is going to start. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater as a road underdog, 20 and four against the spread. 20 and four against the spread as a road underdog. All Teddy does is cover. That's why we call him Teddy Covers. This got up to three for a little bit. New England was favored by three. It's back down to two and a half. Total is 41. Dolphins games this season. They are six and one to the under at home. They are six and two to the over on the road. So we'll we'll see what happens in this game. Dan, this is a tough one, man. Oh gosh, I don't want to lay points with New England right now. No. This, this, you know, this is going to be a game where it feels like there could be a lot of field goals. So I think if you have an opportunity to take the underdog in this game, I would probably lean Miami with that two and a half. I just I don't like the way they're playing right now. They've lost four straight. Their defense is not as good as it was to start the season. Bringing Bradley Chubb over really hasn't made the impact that they thought it would. And this is what you worry about Miami when we get to this time of the year and they go to these cold weather places. How do they play? Now, they played great against Buffalo a couple weeks ago. But, uh, you know, New England has had a couple tough losses these past few weeks. Vegas and Cincinnati, it feels like they might be due for for one of these close games to go their way. I'd probably just play the Pats on the money line, and and that's the only way I attack it. But I don't really like anything in this game. The Dolphins are two games away from sending me over the edge. When I do futures bets, the biggest futures bet that I put this season was the Dolphins over eight and a half wins. Oh, no. When they were eight and three, <laughs> your boy was thriving. I'm sure you I were. was on cloud nine. I put multiple units on this, PJ, by the way. Like, this wasn't a small amount of money. I put some serious cash on this. They're on the verge of losing six games in a row and finishing eight and nine. I'm going to be, I don't know what my reaction is going to be because that's never happened to me before. Can you parlay this? Can you pay, parlay the Patriots this week and the Jets next week just to give yourself a little hedge opportunity? Just, I, you know, that's you a should, great idea. You should do that. I might need to do that. Because you're, you're going to get yourself a nice little plus money and that, that way you at least win yourself something. There you go. You know what? This is why I like doing shows with you. There that's you. that's having my back right there. there. We go. appreciate PJ Trust me, for that. Trust me, Denton, I love me a good hedge. I'm stressing <laughs> out for you. The fact you were 8-3 and three and they've lost four in a row, you got to save yourself a little bit, so that's the way I would do it. I can't believe they're about, they're about to lose six in a row, too. I can't believe it. So you do like the Pats in I this like one? I like the Pats in this one, yeah. Oh, that hurts to say out loud. Mm. So here's an interesting way maybe of attacking this game as well. The Patriots only averaged 2.1 points per game in the first quarter this season which is tied for the worst in the nfl the first quarter total in this game is seven and a half juice (laughs) minus 145 but with bridgewater in there you got to assume mcdaniel's going to play a very conservative we know the pats offense is atrocious they don't score in the first quarter 
I, I, I maybe I'm hoping this dips to like seven yeah. or this dips to six and a half. We get some plus money. But I do think a first quarter under could be could be the look in this game. I, I'm I'm so cautious about that though because of the weapons that Miami has. I mean, it takes one plant that's, of the foot. That's true. And Tyree Kill is literally just running away from defenders. Yeah, it's true. That's true. But they're not going to throw deep. To, I don't know if Teddy has the arm. He's going to underthrow Tyree Kill from the jump. Oof, man, what a massive game too. Obviously, both those teams. Miami has the seven seed currently in in the wild card in the AFC. New England's right behind them huge game essentially a playoff game for both of these teams denton and i both feel like patriots money line probably the way to go in this game a game with absolutely nothing at stake is atlanta and carolina and this line has gone crazy in the direction of atlanta it's gone from three to minus five and a half the total is 41 and a half so now that you're getting the cardinals at five and a half uh do, do you think arizona's the right side in this game you know, I don't. I still like the Falcons. I, I think the the Arizona thing, they're a team that is crumbling on the inside and the outside. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, he's handsome, so he's that going for him. But yep. offensively, uh, they've just been a train wreck this season. And, I mean, is, is McSwirly getting the start again for Arizona? Because I don't know if Colt McCoy is going to be good to go. No, yeah, it's... Let's see. Uh, he is out, and that's why... Oh, so they're going to start David Blau. So that's why hey, he that is. was a great story on Hard Knocks. I was a big fan of David Blau watching the Lions on Hard Knocks. He's played on like three teams this year, though. So th this is his crowning moment. This is his crowning moment. Yeah. He could be the Hard Knocks winner for the Lions and somehow also the Hard Knocks. Are they even still filming Hard Knocks for Arizona right now? I think till the end of the season. His wife's like that Olympic uh, she is. Hurd hurdler yeah, she's or something great like that. Too. She's really good. I hope he gets paid per appearance on Hard Knocks because if he is, that man's getting the bag. It seems like every season there's one David Blau story because yes. there was the Thanksgiving Day and right. then there was the actual sprinting time, which was last season. Right. That's and he true. was going crazy for it. It was such a sweet moment. It was. So the Falcons this season, they started 6 0 against the spread. Since then, they have gone 2 and 7. Both of these teams have really struggled to score points here as of late. Atlanta has scored 20 points or fewer in four consecutive games. Arizona scored 20 points or fewer in three consecutive games. I like the over in this game. So you like the, right? The Broncos and Rams was a perfect example. The two worst scoring offenses in the NFL. And Rams then, put up boom, 51, right? 50 so we're getting two them. teams who can't crack 20. We're getting David Blau versus Desmond Ritter. <laughs> Everybody's going to take the under in this Bet game. Bet the over. Bet the over. 41 and a half in Cardinals and Falcons.